Hey, um, let's stay standing. Um, I was talking to Rod um, after I arrived this morning, and man, I... I can feel the presence of God right up the front here. And I've asked Simon to come back up. I'm actually, Lisa, why don't you come back up? I felt God challenge me in the car, okay? And I'm going to share this cheeky challenge because it's for every single one of us. Um, God is faithful, amen? He's faithful. God is faithful that He will meet us where we expect Him to. Now that's awesome because if we raise our expectation, God will meet us there. But the cheeky challenge here this morning is if our expectation is here, God will meet us there. And um, you guys know me. I love to prepare a message, okay? But I really felt God say in the car, I'm prepared to meet you where you expect. And I expect that this morning that we're going to have a God moment. You know, I can prepare all the words that I think will inspire, and I always pray God inspire faith and hope through what I share because what an opportunity that we have on a Sunday to gather together and for God to inspire faith and hope in our lives. And that's always our prayer. We talk about it all the time, that we would leave as a church filled with more faith and hope than we arrived from the worship to the Word. But sometimes that means we've just got to go with what God wants to do. And, um, you know, we've had some incredible moments. And in fact, right now, just we, we will get somewhere, okay? We will get somewhere. But right now, I want to pray for Dave, okay? In fact, Stephen, I can see you standing next to Dave. Why don't you put your hand on them this morning? Wherever you are, why don't you outstretch your hands? Maybe you're watching this morning. Why don't you outstretch your hands to the screen? We're going to pray for Dave because if you don't if you don't know, Dave's one of our incredible leaders here. He leads blokes and all the blokes. I was going to say, I, I just had this flashback to Tim Allen doing that, you know, oh, oh, oh. That ages me a little bit. Um, But I want to pray for Dave and I want to pray for the men at Inspire, okay? What an opportunity. What an opportunity because I am mindful that we are moving into a new season, okay? And as we move forward in a new season, we need people who are willing to stand up and be people of faith. Because remember... God's faithful. He's going to meet us where our expectation is at, right? And as a representation of every family that is here, we're going to we're going to pray for Dave. We're going to pray for the men in this house, the families in this house, that God is going to do something significant. So God, I want to thank you for Dave. What an amazing man he is. God, I want to thank you for what he's doing right now as he's leading the blokes. Lord, I thank you that there's an incredible team around him and doing that. I want to thank you for that incredible course that they're doing at at the moment. Plug. An incredible course. Lord, I pray, God, that you would let faith arise. God, that you would stir up that faith, that you'd stir up that fire within not only Dave, but the men that he's leading, God. God, I thank you that you've, you haven't called us to live an ordinary life, 
but you've called us to step up to do great exploits for your name. God, and I want to thank you that you were doing something significant even right now in this moment. Even if we can't see it, God, behind the scenes, you are doing something. God, and it's it's to see your name lifted high. It's to see lives transformed. God, we just pray that you'd bless Dave, you'd bless his family. God, that you'd bless every family represented by that ministry right now. God, we lift up that ministry right now. God, and we thank you for the significant things that are going to take place because of it, because of that faithfulness and standing up and saying, Lord, here I am, use me. In fact, if there's someone, in fact, let's not just leave it for the men this morning. If you're next to somebody, lay hands on them this morning. God, we just believe for every family represented, every individual represented here at Inspire. God, I want to thank you for what you were doing. God, I want to thank you for, God, just a greater awareness of your presence as we journey through life, a greater awareness of your power in our everyday. God, and a greater awareness of the power of your blood that sets us free, that heals us. Oh God. Yeah, Lord, we just speak healing right now. If anybody needs healing in this place, Lord, I speak healing. Lord, I speak life as it says in your word that by your stripes, we are healed, that we are made whole. God, I thank you that there is no challenge we face that's too big for you. Lord, I want to thank you that as it says in a word, and I, I feel like I'm repeating this every week, but it's sometimes we've got to repeat things to get it. But to him who can do immeasurably more than we could ever hope, or we could even fathom or imagine or dream up or think, God, that is you. Nothing is impossible for you. In fact, why don't you repeat that after me this morning? Nothing, come on, nothing is impossible for you. Why don't we say that again? Nothing is impossible for you. Yeah, I've invited Lisa up. We're going to sing that um, there's power in the blood of Jesus. We're going to sing that this morning. Who felt that this morning as we were singing that? I pray even if you're at home that you felt that in your living room. We're going to sing that again. Because, I, man, I'm just cognizant of the fact that I just feel like God's got a couple of points He wants to pull out of the message I prepared. And the rest, who cares? Okay? Very good. It's going to make a terrible podcast <laughs> but who cares right because it's an about it's about an encounter with Jesus the point of preaching the point of a message is to bring us to a pay, place where we forget about ourselves and our challenges and what's going on and we begin to focus on Jesus and I believe that Jesus has already been doing that this morning but there's more okay and I don't want any of us to miss out. Maybe, and don't feel bad, maybe you turned up and you were just singing a couple of songs and you're like, there's that thing I've got to sort out later. This, we're all here together. This is our opportunity. Maybe you were watching at home and um, you're 
sipping a coffee. And now is the moment to engage. This is an opportunity. We're going to sing that again. Is that cool? We're just going to go with it. You go with wherever you want to start. All right, let's start with, oh, the blood of Jesus. I'm excited. Oh, the blood of Jesus. Oh, the blood of Jesus. Oh, the blood of Jesus that washes white as snow. There is healing. There is healing in the blood of Jesus. There is healing in the blood of Jesus. There is healing in the blood of Jesus. It washes white and snow. There is power. Come on. There is power in the blood of Jesus. There is power in the blood of Jesus. There is power in the blood of Jesus. It washes white. We're going to sing that one again. There is power. There is power in the blood of Jesus. There is power in the blood of Jesus. There is power in the blood of Jesus that washes why Can we sing this freedom? No freedom, freedom in the blood. Come on. There is freedom in the blood of Jesus. There is freedom in the blood of Jesus. There is freedom in the blood of Jesus that washes white and We're going to sing that again. This is for you. Sing it out. There's freedom. There is freedom in the blood of Jesus. Oh, there is freedom in the blood of Jesus. There is freedom in the blood of Jesus that washes white as snow. Yeah, come on, let's give him praise in this place. You are worthy, God. You are worthy, God. You are worthy. Yes, God, I want to thank you that there is freedom. There is freedom. God, it, it, it doesn't end at just forgiveness of sins, but there is freedom. You know, that is a word for somebody here this morning that it doesn't just end at, f- at forgiveness of sins. Yes, we are washed white as snow. We are washed clean, but there is freedom for you. There's freedom for you. 
in this place that I don't know where you're at. Maybe it's maybe it's the fact that, you know, you, you, you do a Sunday and you go home and you feel pumped and then Monday happens and then Tuesday happens and then you fall back into old patterns and you beat yourself up, but there is freedom. Maybe it's the fact that right now in your season or in your journey, you feel like there's a whole lot coming against you. Maybe you feel like there's some barriers there. I want to remind you this morning that there is freedom. Freedom. I love it. The Apostle Paul said that where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. I want to remind you that that doesn't just mean on a Sunday in a service as we gather together and we're inspired by hearing the voices all around us. Who's loved worship this morning? I mean, it's different when you're in the room than when you're at home, right? Man, that's the thing I've loved as we've come back to the building is just hearing voices worshiping around me. There's something different there. But you know what? The Spirit of the Lord just doesn't show up there and then, okay? Even though there is freedom in this place this morning. No, it says that we have the Spirit of God in us. The Spirit of God in us. That in Jesus, we are in freedom. We are in freedom. All right, I want to encourage you. Why don't you say hi to somebody next to you? We are, we're going to get into a bit of preaching. I believe God's got more to say, but some of us might need to sit for a moment. Yeah, God, my prayer this morning is we open up your word. That, God, that you would speak to us. God, that you would open up our hearts to receive from you. God, open up our eyes to see. Open up our hearts to hear. Open up. Oh, man. God, let it just, don't let it just become knowledge, but let it bypass into our hearts that we would live this out in Jesus' name. Your word, your active word, your living word. Yeah, this morning I'm, I'm just reminded as we're, we are going to open this up. We are going to open this up. And I'm reminded as we're about to, to, to well, I'm about to preach. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to be one of those Sundays where I walk around and just hand and net the mic and go, what's this point this morning? We could have one of those mornings. That would be a bit of fun. But this morning I'm going to preach, but I want to encourage you, let's be expectant. Okay, God hasn't finished working this morning. God hasn't finished speaking this morning. But I want to encourage you, this church is never meant to be a fancy TED talk, okay? It's got to be more than that. It's got to be real. You know, I, I've been reminded again, another thing um, that that uh, Peter wrote about in 2 Peter 3, right at the end, he said that we would, this is his prayer, grow in all grace and understanding. It's not just about head knowledge. It's about the understanding of who God is. 
how incredible he is, but the grace to outwork that. All right? Who's ready? Who's ready? Come on. We talk about it sometimes. We've got we're gonna lean forward. We've got to lean forward. We've got to be expectant. Let's not just be spectators. Let's not let this opportunity leave us by. So this morning, um, man, I, I, I personally could just keep worshiping. <laughs> yeah, oh, thanks, thanks, Colette. That was real encouraging. But, um, no, I could keep worshiping, but I know that, um, you know, sometimes God wants to say something to inspire us for our Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and in our world. And I've been inspired about, and this is what I want to share on this morning, that there's a couple of ways that we can look at our lives, right? And this is to help us as a church, as an Inspire family, to get out of just being in our heads because we've got to, you know, it's on the wall by faith. We've got to live this thing out. God wants to God wants to not only transform our own lives, but transform through us. So there's a couple of ways we can look at how we do life. And, and one of them can seem helpful, but I think in the grand scheme, it's not a good perspective for how we do life. And then there's another one that we find through Scripture that I think is really interesting. And I think as we begin to unpack it this morning, maybe it's going to be fresh for you. Or maybe it's just a good reminder, because who knows we need some good reminders. Bit of repetition, right? Cool. So we're going to jump straight into it. I got one of these. Don't worry, I'm not actually going to do this. And when you see what I'm about to talk about, you'll, uh, you'll know and you'll laugh. But um, who's ever heard of that perspective on life that we're spinning plates? Yeah? Can we relate to that, guys? I can relate to it. If, if you're young and you've got no idea what I'm talking about, you guys know what I'm talking about, eh? When I'm talking about spinning plates? Yes. Yes. My kids would have no idea. See, I grew up, I remember growing up, and if you went to the circus or you're watching some talent show, I feel like talent shows have gone to a whole nother level now. But back in the day, something that was mind-blowing was people spinning plates. And what they would do is they would get um, a pole, and they place the plate on there. Don't worry, these are church plates. That's why there's no way I'm going to spin this. <laughs> they place a plate on and they would start spinning it and it would stay. Uh, yeah, I'm not a, f- um, I'm, I, obviously, I didn't do physics at school, um, but I believe it's the gyroscopic nature of it spinning on one axis that holds it there as long as we've got that motion going, right? Or they're cheating and there's a hole in a pin and they've placed it on. But anyway, they get one plate going and then they move on and they do another. And then they move on and they do another plate and you're going, man, this is incredible. And then you begin to see a plate wobble, right? And what do they do? They go head back and they, they give it some focus and they spin it. So I, I kind of feel like in life I'm a bit of a plate spinning expert, okay? 
Um, I've been the type of person that I love to just get lots of plates spinning in my world. Um, I've always worked in jobs where there's always a thousand things going on and I'm spinning plates. And I, I feel like I'm a bit of an expert running around and getting a plate going before it falls over. Um, yeah, prove it. Thanks, Colette. Um, but, but, you know, we can all identify with that where, you know, we will have one plate called work, right? We might have another plate that's your health. You might have another plate that's your family. And you've got all of these spinning. And when you see something wobble, you just put a little bit more focus on it. Who operates like that? Let's be honest in this place. Yep. Yep. So health, you know, you're thinking about trying to get sleep. <laughs> um, everyone, I'm looking at um, prams around the place, trying to get sleep. <laughs> you're thinking about doing a little bit of exercise, eating well, those sorts of things. Your plate's going, cool, I'm going to move on to the next one. Um, then you're thinking about work and work's going well and you move on to the next one. You've got your family. Hey, great piece of advice I once heard is always make sure you've got enough energy for your family because it can be real easy to go. Got to keep that work well. Oh, this is where I'm terrible because I'm actually a workaholic. Uh, and Kim's nodding. Um, and and you got that work one going and you see it wobble and you get a little bit more um, effort and focus on that and then you head, oh, the family one's going. You know what we haven't talked about so far? The God one. Faith. Then you realize, oh man, I've got that plate. Got to better be here on Sunday. Get that one spinning again. Oh, cool. Okay, Monday back, back, to, back to work. So the plate spinning way of looking at life can be helpful because it helps you go, okay, I've got to give a little bit of focus to things. If things are falling off, a little bit more focus. Um, but ask your wife how she feels when she's a plate that's just wobbling in the corner before you head back. Um, there's a few smiles here this morning. See, my dad, very wise man, uh, said to me the other day, he goes, hey, Jesse, how are you going? I was like, good, I'm going really well. Hey, Jesse, if I was to ask Kim how you're going, what would she say? <laughs> I laughed and he said, um, he said to me, man, years of pastoral ministry, he said, it's always the same. You get a husband and a wife in a room and you ask the husband, how are things going? He goes, awesome, great, never been better. Um, and then he turns to the wife and says, okay. And out comes the notebook and the checklist and how much time do you have? <laughs> um, but yeah, in all honesty, you, you think about that, ask your wife, or your husband, or your, um, or your kids, or even yourself. Yeah, we didn't even have a self plate there, did we? Um, how they feel when you're putting all the focus in, or your health. Who knows that your health's the first thing to go when you're focusing so much on, on work. And then as I joked, then we're talking about the God plate. How is this meant to fit in? And this is where I want to encourage you. The idea of spinning plates helps to a certain extent because you go, man, that's right. Sometimes I need to put a little bit more focus in, but you lose the bigger picture. The fact that actually it's all connected. It's all interrelated. It's not just a family plate and a health plate and a God plate. Actually, as we journey forward, and what we call life, it's all connected. Um, 
there's actually another way to look at life. And I think it's really interesting since we're in a, a season that we're calling Let's Go, which is about moving forward in a journey. It's interesting in a season called By Faith. Come on. Can you say that with me? By faith. There's another way to look at life, and it's this. This is what the shoes are for. That life is a walk. That life is a journey. You see, it's actually all through Scripture. In fact, it is the Hebraic way of looking at how we journey through life is your walk. How do I focus on my walk? What does my walk look like? Because all of this is interconnected. My faith with my health, with my work, with my family, all of these things. You see it right in the beginning in Genesis. Do you guys remember uh, we got that story and, and God creates a garden and he puts Adam and Eve in the middle of that garden. And what does he do? Every day he comes and he walks. What happens when they decide to go against what God said, you know, took the fruit? ate it. It said they hid from him. And he's going for a walk and he's like, where are you guys? Fast forward a little bit and it talks of Enoch, a couple of verses later. And what does it say about Enoch? That he walked with God. Fast forward to Noah. What does it say about Noah? That he walked with God. We're not just talking physically, but we're talking about in their approach to life, that they walked with God. You know, this theme crops up even in Deuteronomy as the, as the law is given. And listen to these verses. This is 8 verse 6. Observe the commands of the Lord your God, walking in His ways. In 10 verse 12. And now, O Israel, what does the Lord your God ask of you but to fear the Lord your God to walk in all His ways? to love him, serve him, your God, with all your heart and with your all, and all your soul. 11, 22, if you carefully observe all these commands I'm giving you to follow, to love the Lord your God, to walk in all his ways and hold fast to him. And then it goes on to bring out promises. You see, it was so critical to the way that they saw life that actually the word they have for how they apply the Jewish law to their lives is literally the walk. We're called to walk. And we're not talking about like a little stroll on the beach, right? We're talking about heavy duty, like you just can't wear your normal shoes. Life is, life is full on, right? Where we learn how to We've got to navigate a few things. Like I'm thinking of, does anyone remember Outward Bound? Did anybody do that here? Yeah, I'll never forget Outward Bound where you turn up and we're talking about a serious journey with some serious caves and we're sleeping in caves. And, and what, I love about, um, what I loved about it is here's all of us teenagers raring to go and they've told us about a destination and they've given us a map and a compass and you've got a few parents chaperoning. Has there any parents here chaperone one of these? <laughs> like what I laughed is I, I still remember dad turning to the guide going, are you going to step in? These, these guys have no idea where they're going. <laughs> and she's like, no, no, we're all good. We've got a map and we've got a compass. 
And we've just got to navigate a few things. Like, of course, the map doesn't tell you that there is thick bush without any kind of dock arrows or anything like that. We've, we've just got to find our way. There's a destination, but we've got to find our way. And what I love is the New Testament writers took the same thought. How do we apply to our lives, to our walk? And we've got some incredible keys. You see, in, your, in our Bibles, in our English Bibles, it has the word live over, over again. Live worthy of the calling. Live worthy of Jesus. And that word live is literally walk. Walk worthy of the calling. Walk worthy of Jesus. And, and one of the things that just pops out um, in, it's in 2 Corinthians 5 verse 7 is this. 2 Corinthians 5, verses 7. We live by faith and not by sight. Literally, what we're talking about here, if you were to, to read it literally, is we walk by faith, not by sight. You know, when I think about outward bound um, and, and we are heading towards a destination, who knows we've got a glorious destination ahead of us, right? Thanks to the blood of Jesus, we have an incredible destination ahead of us. But we can't afford to do this walk just by sight. Because if we do, we're going to turn up. There's going to be a few challenges. There's going to be a, a river that we've got to get through. There's going to be some trees that have fallen over and blocking a path. There's going to be mud. There's going to be hills. There's going to be all sorts of things. So if we operate just out of sight, out of just what we see, we've got a whole lot of challenges. But if we operate out of faith, faith tells us we can overcome any one of these. You know, I was even saying to Terry this morning, we were joking about something slightly related. <laughs> but we talked about if God has called you, he's given you the grace for it. And God has called us on this journey. He's got grace for you, but we've got to operate out of faith. Now, what does that look like? Romans 10, 10 17 says this. Faith comes by hearing the message and the message by the word of Jesus. Faith comes by hearing the message and the message by the word of Jesus. The message we're talking about is the gospel. What is the good news for us? That we aren't just forgiven of sin. We don't just have a glorious destination that we'll go to one day, but we can have everlasting life in the here and now. That is what the gospel is all about. What I love about that is the, the word of Jesus, we're not just talking about some words on a page, but the word means living and active and spoken. You know, even in this moment right now, God can speak to you and fill you with faith for your journey, even in this moment. You know, the thing about faith is we don't just drum it up. You know, you can let the pressure go right now if you're sitting there thinking, man, i got to drum up a bit of faith this morning. No, faith comes from God. All we got to do is be open for God to speak to you. We don't have to drum it up ourselves. You know what the thing I love about a gift is this. You just got to receive it 
And the other thing I love about a gift is this, that once you receive it, it's actually in your possession. If I was to gift these shoes to Rod, because how, how long does it take before your shoes are destroyed with all your crazy, crazy training? 600 Ks. I think it's funny. You know a serious runner when they put Ks on their shoes? He won't want these, by the way. <laughs> he won't want these, and they're mine anyway. <laughs> but let's just pretend I was super generous, and they were exactly what he wanted and what he needed, and I gave them to him. This is the beautiful thing. It's in his possession. He can use it. Just who knows that sometimes if we put faith or God as a plate that we're spinning, it's real easy to leave it over there and then we start stressing about work and we start stressing about family and then we forget that it's all connected, that actually God wants to be part of every inch of our story on our journey. And we walk by faith. We walk by faith. Um, I love it. Even if you were to rewind to Psalm 119, 105, what does it say? And your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. It's the same. It's, it's essentially the same. This Hebrew word there is the same as the Greek word. It's the spoken. It's the living word that lights up our path, that when we come to the challenges, we can overcome it because he's spoken into that and we've just got to have faith. We don't live by sight, we live by faith. If God's called us, he's going to give us the grace to overcome it. Now, I love, I love this. Colossians is such a good book, such a good book. Um, and in it, Paul gives us a little bit of an insight into what this journey is going to look like when we live by faith, okay? Listen to this. It's, it's part of his prayer. I'm going to read it, and then we're going to pull a couple of things out of it. And we pray this. This is Colossians 1.10. And we pray this in order that you may live a life worthy of the Lord. There's that word again. It's actually that you would walk a life worthy of the Lord and may please Him in every way. And this is what it looks like. Bearing fruit in every good work. Do you know when we realize our walk is actually, sorry, our life is a walk and that we walk by faith, we actually can understand that God has literally predestined us that we would bear fruit. You know, the world is chasing purpose. You know, amongst other things, you've got purpose, you've got pleasure, you've got fame, you've got power, all those things. But you know, deep down, we all want to live a life of purpose. And God promises that as we walk by faith, that we're going to bear fruit. Bear fruit right off the bat. Listen to this in every good work and growing in the knowledge of God. What I love about that is if we take that same metaphor as growing as a tree and bear, that means you're going to bear more fruit. That's what, that's, that's what you are designed to do but also growing in the knowledge of God. Because as we grow in the knowledge of God, we have more faith. Because we realize that truly to him who can do immeasurably more than what we could ever hope or imagine. Um, you know, I'm sure I'd get a thousand stories if I talked to you all, but I just even think of even one aspect of Kim in my journey 
I think about those times that um, even from a work perspective, I've felt to step out in faith. We're in the natural. It doesn't look like it's going to work out. And God pulls through. And then a couple of years later, there's another opportunity and we you know, feel God calling us out in another way. And in the natural, it doesn't make sense. But you go, hey, if he's done it before, he can do it again. And God reveals more of who he is. And you step out. You overcome that obstacle so that, as you guys have heard the story before, so that when we felt called to, to come on staff here, it was still a challenge, but we knew that if God has done it before, he can do it again. And that's relevant with every part of our life, not just finances, but health. I've seen it where, you know, I've talked to people who've gone through some serious challenges and you go, man, how did you, how are you just walking through this right now? And they go, because I've walked through it before and God is faithful. Growing in the knowledge of God. Listen to this one. This is my favorite. And being strengthened with all power according to his glorious might so that you may have great endurance and patience. Because who knows, uh, this journey can be a bit tough, right? Life can be tough. Uh, But it says, being strengthened with all power according to his glorious might. Now listen to this. So remember how I said that faith is a gift, and once you receive it, it's in your possession? Uh, Do you remember, as Rod shared this morning, that... um, our ambition versus our capability, right? And he was thinking, it was kind of challenging where you're at, but he was thinking spiritually and going, well, actually, God has God given us everything what we need. Listen to this. Strengthened with all power, that word is dunamis power, where we get the word dynamite from. This is like God's power. This goes beyond anything that we could drum up ourselves. That's the power to give you strength. That's unbelievable to start with. But according to his glorious might or his strength. So he strengthens you with power, dunamis power, according to his great strength. Now, let's for a second uh, think about what that really means. So who knows who Elon Musk is, right? There's always this kind of battle of who is the richest man in the world. Elon Musk is doing okay. So if Elon Musk decided to donate some money to Inspire Church, we are streaming. (laughs) Hey, if some people can tweet, like there's a... um, Dr. Reddy up north tweeted, um, tweeted uh, Elon Musk and asked him about a couple of things, and he responded. So if, if yeah, we're streaming right now. Lamb, I can see you commenting. Feel free, to, feel free to talk to Elon Musk for us. But anyway, jokes aside, if I was to say that Elon Musk donated some money to us, that'd be cool, but there's no context, right? It, there's probably nothing to him. It'd be absolutely nothing to Elon Musk to go, I'm going to pay off this mortgage. Actually, it would be absolutely nothing to Elon Musk to say, I'm going to pay off all of your mortgages. And everyone says amen. It would be absolutely nothing for Elon Musk to go, hey, you know that dream you have about, um, you know, meet the street and what we can do in our community, I'll fund that. Nothing. It doesn't actually say much about what he's giving. But 
if we are talking about Elon Musk giving in accordance to his riches, as soon as you say in accordance to, we are now talking about serious amount of money because if he has a serious amount of money and he's giving in accordance to that, we're now talking about something sizable now, right? So if you are here this morning, oh man, I can feel it right now. And you are going, man, I need strength. Even I deep down, I'm going, God, I, even this week I've been going, God, I need more of your strength. God isn't measly or just going, okay, I'm going to look at my vast rich. Oh, you know what? Here's a, here's a handout. No, we have access to dunamis power in accordance to his great strength. That means, as I said before, there's a scripture for it. If he's called you, he'll give you the grace for it. That means that we can have great endurance and patience. Because it's not just a sprint. It's not even an ultra marathon that Rod's done here because then you go and, I don't know, coma afterwards. <laughs> Life is more than that, right? And God has got strength for you even in this moment so that, listen to this, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of the saints and the kingdom of light for he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the son he loves in whom we have redemption through his blood. Can you see how my mind was blown this morning as we're singing about this stuff, as Rod is sharing about this stuff and I'm going, man, God is wanting to say something to inspire church this morning. And the forgiveness of sins, just that little tiny thing, just added to the end, right? <laughs> and the forgiveness of sins. We are called to be people that give thanks and to praise. Thanksgiving and praise fuels faith because it helps us to remember that if God has done it before, he can do it again. It helps us to remember if we read it, we can believe it. And it fuels faith so that we're not just spinning plates, but we're walking forward and God wants to be involved in every element, every element as we move forward. And it's not about perfection. It's not about Monday morning you waking up and getting it all perfect, but it's about a journey. And I do want to encourage you in that this morning that it's hard to judge life on a plotted point where you are, but it's about the trajectory. Where are you heading? And maybe even this morning you're listening and you're going, man, I, I just feel like I'm not even, I'm not even walking right. I'm not even sure I'm on the right path. You know, the psalmist kept talking about God, show me the steps, show me your path. Maybe even that's your cry this morning, because who knows that when you're not walking in that, that you can become directionless, you can lose yourself in it. But this is the thing I love. You know how I talked about it's a Hebraic thought that it's your walk? Listen to this. The word for repentance is teshuva, which means to return to the path. How cool is that? That it doesn't matter where you are this morning, that any one of us can teshuva. We can just return to the path. Go, you know what, God, 
I'm here. I've been struggling. I need you. I've got to stop trying to do this walk on my own. But I want to do oh, the walk you've called me to walk. I want to be on the path you've called me on. I want to take the steps as your word illuminates it this morning. How good. Because I truly believe it that God is calling us as a church family to bear fruit. I truly believe it, that God is calling us as a church family to grow in understanding of him. Not just it's a head knowledge, because it's going to impact the way we live. I truly believe that God is calling us to be strengthened with all power, not just our own strength, but dunamis power. Why? Because God loves to show off. And that we would be a church family that prays thanksgiving, that people would look at us and they would notice the way we walk. Have you noticed some people walk a little bit different? Let praise and thanksgiving be the way that we walk. All right, why don't we stand this morning? And of course, by faith. Say it with me. By faith. By faith. You know, as I was preparing this, I remembered this really, really, um, and we'll get you on the keys, Simon. I remembered this really, really um, interesting verse in Jeremiah. And I believe this is a, a challenge for us. And it's right in the middle of a prophetic word he's giving to Israel. But listen to this. This is what the Lord says. Stand at the crossroads and look and ask for the ancient paths. Ask where the good way is and walk in it. This is a challenge for each one of us this morning. Stand at the crossroads because who knows this path is filled with crossroads all the time and ask for the ancient paths and ask where the good way is and walk in it. Listen to this promise, and you will find rest for your souls. And you will find rest for your souls. You'll find the peace that passes all understanding. You will find that the things that seem impossible to overcome seem insignificant in the light of God's might and God's power God's power why don't you just close your eyes and begin to focus on him you know even if you are listening to what could be considered a a shambles of a podcast (laughs) or the streaming online just make the most of this opportunity right now we're going to begin to focus on him And, um, you know, I I just really feel this morning that three things are going to take place. Number one, for some of us, you're going to become more aware of Jesus in this moment. And it's going to begin to fuel faith for you. You know, you might have already begun to experience that. I know I have. Um, but, But even in this moment, you're going to become more aware of Jesus. 
it's going to fuel faith. Number two, in becoming more aware of Jesus, maybe you're standing here and going, man, I don't even feel like I'm on a path or I'm doing a good job of walking. Maybe I've never chosen to ask God, God, lead me in your path. Maybe I've done it on my my own, but but maybe you have. And, and this is a moment where you're just going, God, I feel like I've been going around in circles for a couple of years. God, I feel like I'm idle right now, just just kind of sitting around and and God's wanting to lead you forward. This is the moment that God's going to fuel your faith. That God's going to fuel your faith. And the third thing I, I really believe in this moment is God is going to strengthen some people. That God's going to strengthen some people. And you know what? It's not just because He's only going to He's only going to give it to you now, but you're you're only going to just, for the first time, really open up. For the first time, you're going to go, actually, God, my expectation was here, but I'm lifting it this morning. You're, you're going, God, I, I, I feel like I've acted, this might sound terrible, like a poor person where I just... I feel like there's so much scarcity and I'm and I and I'm worried I'm never gonna have enough, but God actually your riches and strength and your power has endless reserves and I choose to receive that this morning and view things differently. Yeah, you are worthy, God. You are worthy, God. You are worthy, God. And whatever way as you are focusing on him that you, you feel to respond why don't you just begin to tell him in your own words you know each one of us from the back to the front to the side to the other side to online to the podcast this is your opportunity to respond maybe you're going to say it out loud to God maybe it's in your heart but whatever that is why don't you tell him this morning because he is going to meet you wherever you are with what you need in this moment what you need in this moment. In fact, right now in this moment, God, I pray for an incredible awareness for our Inspire family, for every person tuning in, of your goodness and your faithfulness and your love. For every single person right now. For every single person right now. And you know, even in this moment with eyes closed, if if you felt like you were in that second camp where you're just like, I don't even know. I don't even know where I'm at right now, but I know I need to see God and move forward in that. I've never made a decision to follow Jesus. Maybe I have, but man, this morning in this moment, I've just been doing the head game and I realize I need to just return to the path. If that is you, even with eyes closed right now, because this is between you and Jesus, why don't you say, God, that's me? I, I'm saying yes to that first step right now. If that is you, I want to encourage you. Say yes. Maybe that looks like a hand in the air saying, God, I just surrender. Why don't, this is between you and God. Why don't you make a decision this morning saying yes to follow, to follow. Maybe it's a hand on the heart. Whatever that looks like, 
you know, I find in life, sometimes you've got to do something physical to get yourself out of, out of that autopilot. And you're just going, God, I need you. This is your moment right now. This is your We're going to say it together. Uh, Something like this where it goes, Dear Lord Jesus, I choose to follow you. I choose to stop doing things on my own. And I choose you. Thank you for the cross. Thank you for your blood that has set me free, that has washed away my sin. And I choose to follow you. I choose to receive your power and strength. Lead me, God. You know, it's as simple as a prayer like that. You know, even if you're watching online, I want to encourage you right now. Why don't you head to inspiredchurchnz.com slash yes and let us know. You know, join others. Let us know because, you know, we want to be able to share in this journey with you. And, you know, maybe are in this room and that was a decision you were making and and what you were feeling, let us know. Because this journey isn't just about ourselves. We do it together in community. You know, he's given the tools, prayer, word, each other to follow after. Okay. And the last thing I want to do, because I have gone over time. I'm sorry, guys. But I I want to encourage you right now. Why don't you, because we don't really have room for people to come up. But why don't you lay hands or reach out hands to somebody near you and we're going to pray for strength. Remember I said that this morning, I believe that for some people here, and this is good for all of us, that you're going to get a revelation that God's already got more than you need. We're going to believe for that in this moment. So if someone's near you, lay hands on them. Maybe you just feel comfortable with reaching your hand out, whatever that looks like. We're going to do that in this place. You know, I'm believing for everybody at home right now as well. And and Lord, we want to thank you that, Lord, we can receive power for this walk. We can receive power. And God, I just pray that you give each one of us a greater revelation of that, that you fill each person with strength, God, in accordance to your great strength. In Jesus' name. God, I thank you that you are anointing each person for the journey, not only as individuals, but as a church family, as an Inspire family. Lord, I thank you that you are equipping us with strength. You are equipping us with power because it's not just about us. It's about, God, you bringing about your good news, you bringing about your kingdom. What does that look like? That looks like people living in freedom, God, I thank you that you've given us the strength to walk in freedom. God, I thank you that you've given us the power to break the chains that would hold us down, that we could walk in freedom. God, I thank you that it is not just for ourselves, but you've given us the strength and the power that, God, that you can work through us to see people around us experience freedom, to see chains of addictions and and stink thinking and, and things that would hold us back and to bust those in Jesus' name. 
It's not about our own strength. It's about your strength to your glory in Jesus' Name. God, I want to pray and lift up every person who is faced with a challenge this morning that seems impossible. God, I pray that You, God, in Your infinite strength would strengthen them and to fill them with the eyes of faith to bust through that in Jesus' Name. There's freedom in the blood of Jesus. What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. And what can make me whole again, nothing but the blood of Jesus. Yeah, come on, let's give him praise this morning. Oh man, who's enjoyed this morning? Come on, God's good, amen. Oh man, this is what being back is all about. This is what gathering is all about. I can't even see a run sheet on the floor, but we got rid of that a little while ago. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. We pray that you would activate something in your life and shift your life towards Jesus. If you like what you heard and you want to hear more, just click follow. We love you. Have a blessed week.